We're uh, Metric, and excited to play some songs for you today. We, um, you know, for those of you who are familiar with our music, you'll know our sound is pretty uh, powerful, electronic and rock and dance and a lot of genres that we incorporate. Um, but one of the things we really enjoy doing is uh, making dirt road versions of those same songs, and it's always really interesting to see how the identity of the song exists outside of that production. So um, you can picture yourself on a dirt road in a beautiful setting with this version of Dark Saturday. Somewhere in the south of France or the Caribbean Sea She said I don't need to make a living Fake diamonds got nothing on me I met her in the world below She's a tourist of the world beneath I said everything I built from nothing She said I'm so rich, everything's free So dark it ain't so dark so dark it ain't so dark Forever and never A torch in search of a flame To be good, get better Well, I've been feeling this way Forever and never a night in search of a day As anxious as ever It's such a dark, dark, dark Saturday What's your name and where you're from? Well, I'm worth your weight in gold while we lie here in the sun The whole wide world's about to explode Now our bodies intertwine And the truth is plain to see I said everything I built from nothing She said, don't you blame your problems on me So dark it ain't so dark So dark it ain't so dark Forever and never A torch in search of a flame To be good, get better I change by staying the same Forever and never A night in search of a day As anxious as ever It gets so dark, dark, dark So shine a light my way Shine a light my way I'm having such a dark, dark, dark Saturday, shine a light my way 
It's such a dark, 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 dark Saturday, dark, 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 dark Saturday, dark, 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 We're here with Emily Haynes and Jimmy Shaw of Metric. Welcome to Denver. How are you? So good. This yeah, is such a great good. spot. Yeah. Well, thanks. Like we set it up just for you. Appreciate it. Make you feel comfortable. Probably life on the road. Um, getting used to that again? Yeah, it's it's been amazing, but it's ridiculous. Well, how long have you been off the road? Like three years. Our, our last real tour, I mean, we played some stuff in you know, summer and fall of 2019, but not like tour tour. It was like, you know, spring of 2019. So yeah, like over three years. And we couldn't get Josh and Jules across the border for over a year, which is just oh, really? makes me want to burst into tears just when I hear myself say that. But we're all together now and the concerts are so great. The crowds have been amazing and we're, we made it, but yeah, it's... We were over the moon for the first two weeks and now we're like, oh yeah. Now we're just like, oh yeah, right. <laughs> I we can go that. home now. <laughs> it hurts. I forgot. It hurts. Life on a tour bus. Yeah. And do you ever hit your head on the bunk or... No, we have uh, a pretty sweet bus. We have, it, It's really dialed. It has nice hardwood floors. It's just the four of us and my dog. It's pretty homey, but it doesn't change the fact that you, you know, like you wake up in the morning, open the blinds and you have no idea what you're going to see. Like some days it's a dumpster, you know, <laughs> today it was for whatever yeah. reason six guys who work at the Fillmore all having a really loud conversation, um, drinking, hanging out um, right at the door of the bus, which is all cool. I want people to be happy, but that's a bit of a heavy way to start the day. Sure. You know, and like, okay, here I am. Good morning, gentlemen, you know. Let me uh, put my clothes on and get into the day. So there's an element of that for sure. And this is a good way to warm up for your show. Hell yeah. To come here. I and, love the Fillmore. It's such a great room. Yeah. Well, it is one of the nicest venues we have, and glad that you're here to do that. Um, the last time, actually, last time I saw you was the first time we met, back in 2009, I believe. Uh, Help, I'm Alive just came out, and it was a smash. And a few things have changed since then. The last time uh, we got together, it was in a small pub, and now you're doing massive venues. Um, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, I guess you could say story to fill in between then and now, uh, you had a cycle where uh, I would say a general cycle where you're doing records every two years, then it kind of slowed down a little bit to every three years or so. And then you kind of took a break. What was, what was the impetus for the break and then coming back together? And when was the break? <laughs> yeah, when was the break? I mean, I guess the, this last one took longer than usual, but that's mostly just because um, everyone for us on the industry side was like, wait, 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 uh -huh. wait, wait, wait. Don't put out a record in 2020. Don't put out a record in 2021. Um, and we ended up just sort of going further and further and further in the last two years than we would normally while making records because we had all this extra time. Um and just sort of like, okay, well, let's just go to the the outer reaches of our imagination. You know, let's go to the end of the universe and find out <laughs> what's there and then bring it back. And um, call it Formentera. <laughs> yeah. 
Just a little bit where you were both 
doing solo records for a while, but you worked with each other. Is that right? I mean, geez, if you're going back to like 1802, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, n- I never made a solo record, but... Well... Uh, well, okay, in 1802 I did, but... Um, <laughs> But yes, I did. I did help on on well more more choir than the knives for you. Um, yeah, I mean the joke that's hilarious to me is like even my solo records, I'm totally working with Jimmy. Like there's no uh, way, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just more about the material um, because generally lyrically with metric, I'm it's much more about bigger themes and um, bigger ideas that are. I like the idea that it's thought provoking and it's less on the personal side. And then I feel like the stuff that I do with Soft Skeleton is more delving into those themes yeah um, and i mean really the biggest difference is that in metric emily will come in and be like i want to do a song like this and i'll go how about like this whereas in skeleton she'll come in and say i want to do a I'm song i'm doing a song like this a flamingo <laughs> playing a flute solo and i'm like great i'll find you a flamingo yeah and a flute and a flute and i'll write the flute solo perfect yeah <laughs> and maybe a theremin and maybe a theremin. maybe a theremin so some of your good friends were just here in town recently like a, a week ago um, of course, I'm talking about broken social scene. Yeah. And both of you part of that uh, collective, as we like to call it. I don't yeah. know what you call it. No, it's like uh, that. Maybe it's like a gang because <laughs> as you become, a, when you were in the formation of that, is it like a gang where once you're in, you can't get out? <laughs> uh, I think it's more like you're even if you're not in, you're in and you also can't get out. <laughs> Everyone can't get out. There's like a ongoing, there's like a, a sort of an onion type, uh, you know, news source, spoof, joke news source yeah. ca- in, in Canada called The Hard Times. And they do these like little spoofs on social scene all the time. Like, um, you know, one in three Canadians have been rumored <laughs> to be members of Broken Social Scene. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, there are like tax, extra tax cuts if you can claim that you've played on a, t- a social scene record. You know, all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, it's kind of like a national understanding, if for, you will. Yeah, for us, it's more about the very beginning, as you were saying, and, you know, writing anthems, which is what we contributed the most, I think, to that. And then just, you know, they're friends, friends I've known since I was 15, some of them. And the the friendship at this point is sort of bigger than the reality of those early times for us. But we'll always have anthems, and that's amazing to me. Well, with both of you always on tour, probably at the same time, like now, during this tour, do you ever, you know, crisscross and happen to be in the same city at the same time? And, I don't and think then it's ever together? happened when we're, like, actually both bands are on tour. But we've done tours with them, you know. If, yeah, in Europe if the timing or makes the timing sense works, and, yeah. You know, show up for a couple shows. I mean, one of the benefits of being one of the extraneous members is you can look at the tour schedule and go, great, I'll do... Barcelona, London, <laughs> New York, and L.A. And Kevin's like, great, see you there. <laughs> awesome. So there is a chance you might be making music together maybe in the future? No. No, that's it? I don't know. There's always a chance. I love social scene, but it's not front and center for me. It's very. It's, it was good. an amazing moment. Yeah. But it is definitely part of your history. For sure. Way. Oh, my God, deeply, yeah. Once again, we're talking with Emily and Jimmy of Metric. Um, I'm from New York City, and I know you spent a lot of time in New York. What some people may not know is the brush with fame before the fame. Uh, is it true about your 
your roommates at one time who also went on to bigger and better things? Yeah, I mean, we lived we lived in a really weird, interesting time in Williamsburg in the late 90s, early 2000s. And um, it was the beginning of a lot of bands. We had this loft um, where... Jimmy found this place. It was crazy. It was a, was a ridiculous place. But we, we lived there. Tork and Chris from Stars lived there. Jaleel from TV on the radio lived there. Wow. Nick from Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs lived there. Angus from Liars. Angus from Liars lived there. Um, and then across the street was... A uh, different loft with like all the 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 DFA guys, like not 1979, but the pre 1979, the label DFA, like the LCD and Rapture, and like all those guys were like this was all like in two city blocks, um, but it didn't feel like this crazy like romantic time, at, you know, when we were all in it. It was just sort of uh, everyone was fighting for like anything more than like a ham and cheese sandwich, you know. Um, <laughs> And yeah, people lean, started getting years. Yeah, people started getting it was like, whoa, they got more than a ham and cheese sandwich. And then it's like, whoa, they got more than a ham and cheese sandwich. And years later it was like, Hey guys, remember the ham and cheese sandwiches? <laughs> Another opportunity for crossing streams and meeting yeah. each other on tour. Yeah, there was a, a, an amazing one. I think it was two thousand somewhere between twelve and seventeen, I really don't remember. But um we played Coachella. And the last five bands on the main stage at Coachella was Stars, Metric, Yay, Yaz, Blur, Stone Roses. But the, Amazing. But there's three bands, you know, um, were like, we all you started together. We're all in the same loft, you know, with like one guitar and one amp passing around. And one bathroom. And one bathroom. <laughs> that sounds like the making Paradise. of a festival. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You got your own Metric Festival. That's right. With all of your, your homies. <laughs> totally. We're talking with Emily and Jimmy from Metric. Once again, thank you for stopping by today. And what an amazing performance uh, that we're sharing with with our uh, viewers and listeners. Uh, let's talk about the new record. Um, is this your eighth, ninth album at this point? I think it's our eighth. And a lot of a lot of the uh, the material for this did it come. For, through the pandemic, did it was it developed uh, out of necessity, depression? What would you say really inspired this record during this uh, weird time that we're going through? Yeah, I mean, we were very fixated on being the music at the other end of this time um, that would kind of help. We were just trying to make sense of it and make ourselves useful, which is a big theme in our camp. Is like. What's the value and purpose of this music? And the idea, and we're seeing that, I'm so pleased that like it, it, is, it has done that for people. Like when we go meet people at the meet and greet and people's experience, not just these last couple of years, but you know, life is hard. Things get weird and you feel alone and it's hard to find the words for what you're processing, you know, personally, but also the themes that are pretty intense for all of us right now. It's like not the most rosy moment in history, um, and people are suffering from a lot of anxiety. And um, I just lyrically, at least, was really committed to the idea that this would be, you know, someone can put this on. Maybe it's to help them with that. It could also help them, like, party or get laid or get married or have a great time with their best friend. Like, it's not all necessarily, you know, therapeutics in that regard, <laughs> in that one sense. But the idea that if you need to, you know, fulfill this thing or get that feeling, like, metrics got you with this with this record. So... The concept of form and terror was the idea of 
you know, really coming to terms with the lack of control that we have over so many things and, you know, that we would create this sonic oasis for people. You can just put on your headphones and close your eyes and kind of let go um, of a lot of that stress. And certainly the doom scrolling, you know, which for us, the reason that song is such a big part of the record is, you know, addressing that, that if you're someone like like me, who you really care what's happening in the world, you're trying to educate yourself, but all you feel is more and more powerless. And then like I got to a point where I can't function, you know, I'm just like so bombed, you know, and when you're lining up all the numbers under the names, that could be so many things, right, which I won't start listing, but we all know the the kind of information that we have access to now, but feels like where's the where's the empowerment to actually affect any change. So that was the the doom scroller part. It's really, you know, realizing a lot of people have been doing that too. And that for me, it's just been a matter of being like, okay, I can be useful in one way, which is play with metric. We're showing people an amazing party every night. They're having a great time, hopefully dealing with their emotions, dancing. And beyond that, I'm kind of like confounded by what I can do. Well, the record certainly connected with a lot of people and lifted them up. So your mission I hope is so. successful. Man. I just want to say thank you for spending time with us today. Right on. Thank you. We'll see you in another, hopefully not another 13 years. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks again. Metric. Thanks for having us in to play some music for you. We thought we'd leave it off with a song from Fantasies, which Willoughby knows well, from 2009, back when we met. Listen to Help, I'm Alive days. Um, Thanks again. This is called Twilight Galaxy. Did they tell you you should grow up when you wanted to dream? Did they warn you that a shape up if you want to succeed? I don't know about you, who are they talking to? They're not talking to me. Lower than deep I'm doing it wrong Singing along I'm higher than high Lower than deep I'm doing it wrong Singing along Did I ask you for attention when affection is what I need thinking sorrow was perfection I would wallow till you told me there's no glitter in the gutter there's no twilight galaxy I'm higher than high Lower than deep I'm doing it wrong Singing along I'm higher than high Lower than deep 
doing it wrong Singing along I'm alright Come on, baby I've seen all the demons that you've got If you're not Hi.